Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to, once again, another episode here on the Cover 7 podcast. And guys, in today's interview, I'm excited to announce we're going to be going back to the DFW area. We're also going to be joined by two-time state champion in 2024 cornerback, Kerry Williams. Kerry, thank you for coming on today, my guy. I'm super excited to learn a little bit more about you and obviously talk about your football career so far. Um, now, um... Carrie, before we do get into obviously talking about, you know, you being able to win, you know, state twice, you know, recruitment and everything like that so far, you know, why don't we go back, go back in time a little bit, talk about, you know, where you're from, how you got into football, why you got into football, you know, some of the little details about yourself. I'm from Pleasant Grove. It's in Dallas, ski area. I got into football basically like when I was younger, you know, flag football. Once I started playing that, I really just fell in love with the game. That's what got me here today. Like, I'm up. Hey, I got you. So, so, Carrie, you know, what kind of made you want to, like, you know, play football? Like, was there any family members, anything like that? Actually, it was just, it was just me. I'm the older brother. So, I, was, I got you. I was the first to play football. Then I brought my brother along. So, yeah. Hey, I got you. I got you. So, so, Kerry, you know, starting, you know, from a young age and being able to play all the way up to now, but, you know, when you first started playing football, and if, you know, you can remember properly, I try to always ask everybody this question because I've had big guys tell me they were quarterbacks. You know, I've had, you know, wideouts tell me they were linebackers. So, Kerry, when you first started playing football, you know, what was your initial position? <laughs> My initial position was running back. Okay, I got you, I got you. So, like, how would you describe yourself, like, when you played running back? You kind of like a power back, speedster? I was a little speed back. I was kind of sick when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. I mean, hey, it's kind of translated a little bit to, you know, now where you're playing as a DB. But, um, so, Carrie, you know, growing up in the DFW, because uh, you said you're from the DFW area, right? Like, even when you were growing up? Yeah. Okay, I got you. So, you know, growing up in, you know, the Metroplex, right, there's a ton of talent everywhere and everything like that. Do you feel like that's kind of giving you a little bit of an advantage in terms of being able to, you know, play constant competition each and, each and every single week? It's really about, I mean, you know, everything bigger in Texas, so better athletes, everybody. It's really about the work you put in on and off the field. Hey, no, I got you. I got you. So, so we can kind of fast forward a little bit. So, you, so, uh, for you, so you've been at soccer your entire high school career, right? Yeah. Okay, I got you. So, so going in your freshman year, right? This was this was right before y'all won y'all's first state championship. You know, when could you tell that? You know, this. You know, obviously, soccer. You know the football team, everything like that. When could you tell that, you know, this was going to be something special for years to come? I really, you know, Kyle Ward, the defensive coach from Cranston Jones, you know, they, the way they was explaining things and how things and broke down things about, like, physical development, how, how to bend, how to do simple stuff like that, uh, that, that make you an athlete. They really, they really like showed that they cared and wanted everybody to be great. They came to stock as a DB. I got you. I got you. So now, Carrie, also, you know, going into your freshman year of high school and everything like that, had you already made the transition over to DB or were you still playing on the offensive side of the ball? I was on the offensive side of the ball. I made the, that transition uh, around fall camp when the season started. 
I got you. So if you don't mind, kind of walk us through, you know, how you ended up, you know, becoming a DV. Uh, it's just due to the simple fact that and why that you got to depend on another player for your success and your stats. And DB is just you. You gotta, you gotta make the play. You gotta lock him up. You gotta stay the play. Man, I got you. I got you. And obviously, you know, being on offense, you're the one getting hit rather than being on defense. We're the one actually being able, you know, to hit somebody. So when you finally made that transition, did you have any kind of like rough patches or anything like that trying to get acclimated to being on the defensive side of the football? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like everything was so brand new. Like, like the way that you had to pedal, you had to be tight with it. It was just brand new to me. I got you. I got you. So. If you don't mind, talk to us about, you know, how in your, you know, I guess you could say in your opinion, how did your freshman year of high school football go for you? Yeah, we went undefeated. Well, actually, nah, we lost to Alito. But it went it went great. I had about four picks, I believe. Oh, some slide. I got you. Yeah, no. Nah. You know, just only four as a freshman. But, I mean, you know, looking back now, Carrie, you know, you're going, you're now you're, well, you're still in your junior year, but, you know, going into your senior year of high school football and looking back now on your freshman year of high school football, you know, what are some things you take away from that season that you feel like kind of helped you become, you know, a better person and a better player? Definitely, definitely all the training, all the hard work, all the DB schools, the late nights, the late meetings. Man, I, I got you, I got you. So, now, you know, your freshman year's over with, you know, you're going into your sophomore year, and obviously one of the most successful years in all of that, Dallas ISD history. But, you know, carry for you, you know, whether it was spring ball, summer ball, you know, summer workouts, everything like that, you know, what did you really do to get yourself, you know, prepared for that, you know, pretty much life-changing sophomore year that stock had? Uh, I, I kind of distanced myself from the people that, like, Say, for instance, you know, you hang with a group, but they don't play football. So I stopped. I kind of stopped. I do some myself from those distractions and just focus more on the field and my uh, classwork. Hey, I got you. That's definitely what you got to do. Now, you know, obviously, y'all have got probably, in my opinion, at least, you know, being at games and everything like that, y'all have got one of the, you know, in my opinion, one of the top coaching staffs, at least in the state of Texas. And, you know, whether it's, you know, from head coach all the way down to the simple assistance. But, you know, during those summer workouts and fall camp and everything like that, you know, I mean, what were some, what were some things that you feel like really bonded y'all, you know, as a team to be able to play the way y'all did during, you know, that 2021 season? Definitely, definitely the chemistry, the bonds. We was with each other every day, every, almost every hour of the day, getting home around 9 o'clock. We get there at 9 in the morning. It's definitely about the bond and the chemistry. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely something you need in a sport like football where it's like, you know, one person messes up. I mean, that could affect everybody. And obviously, one person, you know, succeeds, everybody succeeds. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about that sophomore year. And obviously, you know, if any, you know, all the people from the state of Texas, you know, you've heard about South Oak Cliff, what they were able to do, not only just last season, but this year as well. But um, Carrie, for you personally, since, you know, this is about you, right? So, if we can kind of look through your perspective and everything like that, I mean, kind of recap how that, you know, magical 2021 season went for you guys. We was doubting. We was doubting the whole year. You know, people say we were going to lose second round against Frisco again. They said we weren't going to make that first round. 
saying all types of stuff. There's a tip on our shoulder to show them like that we that we can go to state and win state. That's really that's really all. I got you, Kerry. Well, um, so for you, I mean, obviously, I had a, a, I mean, a great amount of games that were really memorable. You know, in my opinion, at least, was the Alito game. But for you, you know, being a player and being a part of that family and team, what was your favorite and I guess most memorable moment from that twenty twenty one season? Alito game. <laughs> I, got you. I got you. Any any reason why that one was a little bit more special than the other ones? Because A-Trey, my dog, A-Trey, Abdul Muhammad, made a great play, man-to-man coverage. He, um, uh, proceeded to try to take his leverage and ran. And it was like a wheel, and he bumped on it, he picked it and took it to the crib. <laughs> I got you, I got you. Nah, man, that's, that's I mean, that's, it's, it, you know, it's it's honestly one of those things that I've always been a big fan of, like, you know, underdog teams and everything like that. And that's why I've loved being able to work with, you know, all you guys at Sock, whether it was Big Mike, Bubba, you know, Teddy, all zone, you know what I mean? So, but um, anyway, Kerry, so obviously, you know, y'all were able to win state, which was the first time, I think, in, was it 60 years that Sock had won a state? I don't even know. A lot of years, though. <laughs> I got you, yeah. But, I mean, you know, for you personally, what did that mean to you being able to bring, you know, state championship back, you know, to your home, pretty much hometown? Oh, uh, hey, it was great. The community, the community loved us. You know, the community always stood behind us. You know, that, that South Oak Cliff community, they always, you know, supported us, shared us, you know. I got you, man. Y'all, I mean, y'all's community is probably one of the best I've ever at least been involved in and been around. And truly, it's a family atmosphere. Now, you know, obviously being able to win state, you know, you're going to get a little bit more national recognition and everything like that. And, you know, it started to show with a lot of guys, whether it was college recruitment and everything like that. So, Kerry, for you, you know, when did your college recruitment kind of really get started? My college recruitment started uh, my sophomore year in spring. I got an offer from Tulsa. I got you. So let me now let me ask you this, because this is always one of my fun parts, you know, doing these with you guys. So kind of walk us through that story of, you know, how you got the offer and, you know, kind of the reactions of not only just you, but also your family as well. When you told them you got that offer. I was I was going to sleep when I got that off. <laughs> they And I was I was I mean, I was, you know, lost for words. I mean, I really ain't think. I was gonna get a D one up, you know. And I told my mama, you know, they was proud of me. My dad, man, emotional type. Nah, I got you, man. That's that's great. That's great. So, you know, Kay, you're able to get that first offer under your belt, and you know, you you definitely got you know, you picked up some decent offers here the past what few months or so and everything like that and but um anyway let's kind of head into you know your junior season right the season where I feel like you truly were able to establish yourself as a DB and you know really be able to get your name out there and obviously it's really paid off a lot for you so if you don't mind talk just a little bit about you know for you personally and also soccer as a whole you know how your junior season went oh I mean it started in the spring for me I was I was making plays from the scouts. You know, I was looking good. <laughs> looking a little buff, you know. 
Yeah, really. It was just that spring, that spring, but you know. Hey, I got you. Now, Carrie, I gotta ask you because obviously y'all start to the season. I mean, y'all, y'all probably had one of the you know toughest three game stretches of the entire year. You know, kick off the season playing Duncanville, then you go, you know, go go down to Lancaster, and then I forgot who y'all played that third week. Who did y'all, who did y'all play that third week? Like. It was Langston and then Parish uh, Epistle. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you know, your two first games were against really good teams. Obviously, Duncanville, they've got a ton of talent, very similar to, you know, you guys. And then Lancaster, they're a really solid team year in, year out. And, you know, obviously, unfortunately, you know, lost both of those games. But, you know, going into that Parish Episcopal game, you know, how were y'all able to bounce back from that rough start considering, you know, y'all were the reigning defending state champs and, you know, all this hype that y'all had going into this year. And how were y'all able to bounce back after that rough 0-2 start? We just we just humbled ourselves. Them two losses was really humbling losses. Because, like you said, coming off a winning season, we just want to stay. We think we just going to, you know, go beat teams. That's not, that's not what it's about. You got you to gotta stay humble. Stay humble. No, absolutely, man. Seriously, I mean, and, and it, it definitely showed because, I mean, y'all went on a tear through y'all's district. I mean, that – I'm surprised they didn't start, like, a mercy rule for, you know, some of y'all's uh, district games. But, you know, y'all were able to pretty much, you know, really get things going, obviously, pretty much swept the rest of y'all's schedule. And then going into playoffs, y'all had a ton of great momentum. And then, obviously, in the state championship games – Y'all ended up playing uh, was that that NC some some school in in uh, East Texas, but you know y'all y'all's defense man was really able to dominate them the entire game. Whether it was the D line with Billy or the DB room, obviously with guys like you, Malik, and Javon. I mean, all of y'all, right? You know, for you, Carrie, personally, you know, I asked you about it, you know, for last season and everything like that. But for you, what was your most memorable moment, at least? During this past year, probably that it was it was a uh, fourth quarter, and I made a I'm on kickoff. I made a tackle. I had you know smashed the block, and I had made a tackle inside between. It was in bad field position, and now defense without the field. I got you. I got you. Now, I got to ask you this, too, though. You know, being able to win back-to-back state championships, it's a great feeling. But for you, what was the most sweet one? Was it the first one or was it the second one? Yeah, definitely the second. Now, I got to ask you, why is the second one better than that first one? Oh, God. Yeah. Parents, Mansfield, our guy, all of them, dog <laughs> I got you. I got you, man. man. I mean, it's, you know, definitely it's been fun watching y'all. And y'all still, man, y'all still going to have a stacked team going into next year. You know, like expectations are still going to be high. So let me ask you this, Kerry. You know, you're going to get a really big role next year considering, you know, y'all losing a decent amount of guys, you know, to college and everything. You know, how are you preparing yourself to get ready for that big role that you have coming this next season? I'm taking it on. I'm improving leadership skills, you know, with Manny gone, I gotta, you know, I'm on every the best receivers. So I gotta I gotta really like him, help myself. Get down on the technique. I'm capable of it. 
Hey, no, absolutely. And I'm glad you just talked about Manny. I see, I always called him Malik, but I know is 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 it is, is it his nickname Manny or is it his his uh, nickname Manny. Manny? Okay, I was just making sure because I always see Malik and then I see Manny. But you know, being behind, you know, I'm gonna just say Malik. You know, one of the top recruits this past year. You know, how has he really helped you develop into a DB? Well, yeah, Manny. Manny was there uh, the late nights uh, when we were skilling, making sure I got that technique down, really helping, make sure I stay long on the ladder, make sure I'm tight with my pedal when we doing walks. It was really, really hard. Hey, what's up, man? No, definitely. I mean, it's going to be really exciting for you this upcoming season. Now, Carrie, also, too, you're able to get a pretty big offer, I think. Was it about a month or two ago from a, you know, SEC school by the name of just, you know, so casually Ole Miss? I mean, I got to ask you, man, how, how were you feeling when you got that offer? Really? I I was really confused. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I mean, so how how did that go down? Like, you know, getting a text message or phone call. I mean, you know, I mean, how did you end up getting that offer? I don't even remember. They just got that text, and I was like, "What? SEC, same same division as Bama? What?" <laughs> yeah, it's like, and I mean, they've I mean they've produced a ton of talent on the defensive side of the football, man. I mean, that's a great program. You know, they're constantly building things. But I mean, you, you know, for you, care, you know, normally, and obviously, you have some great, you know, peers, role models, whatever you want to call them. Obviously, Malik, who had offers to literally any school you can imagine. You know, plenty of other guys on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, Sock as a whole, I swear to God, y'all had probably about almost a thousand offers combined. But, but you know. <laughs> But for you, you know, getting that offer from Ole Miss, you know, sometimes it gets to your head a little bit, right? It's kind of like, okay, you know, I'm really, you know, you really start to think, man, I'm really it. But, you know, for you, how'd you kind of keep yourself humble and not really let it get to your head? I stayed busy. I stayed working, kept my head down. You know, people people say, oh, you just got Ole Miss. Ain't you, ain't you like, happy? I mean, yeah, of course I'm happy, but goal, goal is to see for free my senior year. Absolutely. Hey, I love hey, I love to hear that, man. I love to hear it. Now, Kerry, I don't want to keep I don't take too much of your time, so I just got a few more questions left for you. But um the first one I want to ask you, and I always ask, you know, every guy this that comes on, just so you know, myself, the listeners, literally whoever, they can kind of gain a grasp of who you are as a player. So whether it's you know, college football, NFL, past or present. You know, what player's play style do you feel like you really resemble the most and why? Probably. Um, I say Pat Sertain. Okay, okay. So, I mean, what do you feel like you kind of compare to a guy like, I mean, now Patrick Sertain, he's one of the best, you know, young corners in the NFL. But, uh, you know, why do you kind of feel like you resemble him a little bit? Physical. And you're a playmaker, of course. And I mean, I'm a playmaker. That's really why. Hey, I, I, love, I love the confidence, man, seriously. Because, I mean, you know, being a corner, you see it with guys like Jalen Ramsey. I think he, you know, Dion as well, obviously. But, you know, you got to have that confidence. Gotta have, you got to have that swagger. And I definitely feel like <laughs> you definitely got that swagger. But, um, all right, this next question I'm about to ask you, and you may already know what I'm about to ask you, but and everybody that's listening, they already know what I'm about to ask you. But, uh. Most important question. So pregame, right? You got your AirPods in. You know, you're you know focusing in your locker and everything like that. 
What is your go-to pregame hype song and why? Definitely Young Boy. <laughs> I guess. Now, 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 do you have any top songs or anything like that? I mean, yeah, but I don't just listen to Young Boy like that. But I say uh, Straight Facts by Cash Cam. That really get 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 a um, get someone right, you know. Get oh yeah. Time. Now I, I always because every time every time you know when y'all tell me you know young boy I'm like I mean I mean he literally he literally which, like, he don't he pretty much makes you want to get out there on the field and almost murder somebody like you know what I'm saying you get that right song going I mean it's it's rats for whoever y'all playing but um nah Carrie it's been a blessing having you on here today my guy and you know for everybody out there that's listening to today's episode make sure to go show my guy Carrie some love in my opinion one of the most underrated DB recruits in the class of 2024 so make sure y'all go check him out and before we head out is there anything you want to say my guy stay dangerous stay humble hey absolutely man 